self-care is a conscious and intentional act towards meeting one of your needs. And if you are flirting with burnout, if you are constantly giving to everybody else, what need do you need to meet? What Mm -hmm. are you lacking in in that moment? And how can you give it to yourself? Welcome to In The Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown, and this is the platform I've chosen to talk about living a life that's in alignment with your hopes, your dreams, and your goals. Basically, having a life that's the adventure of a lifetime, and one that you are excited to look back on one day and eager to share multiple stories of your adventures and kind of revelations. My guest today is Crystal Joukowsky, and she has been through one of those revelations, and she shares her story today, but she really has a great perspective on self-care and learning to breathe in and breathe out with a place of presence and a place of joy, and she has a podcast by the same name, which I also encourage you to check out. So welcome to Crystal Joukowsky. Awesome. (laughs) So Crystal, I am really excited to interview you today because, and welcome you to End the Rising podcast, because there's just one line that is is from you, and it's it's called owning your own shit. <laughs> uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. that's somebody I want to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's get down and dirty. Let's go right for it. Yes, yes. So thank you again to to be here on In the Rising, because I do view as rising up from something includes owning everything about yourself, the things that you really love and you're super excited and you want to tell everyone and the things that you kind of hide in your own closet. Um, But before we get into that, I wanted to just ask you, how did you even get started in this area of self care and public speaking, where did that start from? Because most people have a story that prompted such a transformation. Yeah, I cannot tell people to own their shit if I have not personally had to do that. I don't believe that we can teach anything if we haven't also already been through it. So I have been through that life path where we sacrifice ourselves consistently and we're constantly in service to other people, which means that we're constantly burned out and struggling and trying to get on our feet. I was married at a very young age. I was married at 18 years old because that's what I thought I was supposed to do. I'd been raised to believe. And then I had two kids. I multiplied, I replenished the earth and followed that path. And and I, I took in everything that I had been taught and believed and through other life experiences, I just kept going on this trudging hill, trying to walk the path that I had been told was a path I was supposed to walk. I was not necessarily walking my own. It was absolutely laid before me as other people had been laid before them and they had followed. So I should follow those examples. And the problem was that I kept sacrificing myself in the name of other people. And in the beginning, I was failing to recognize how I could take care of myself, how I could improve my situation and what was going on, or how my choices to continue sacrificing myself was feeding into my own misery, my own depression, my own struggles that were already going on. So there's this one moment where everything is horrible 
and everything is struggling. And I am curled up in the fetal position, sobbing. And it's just a low point. And I hear this voice in my head that says, it's okay. You're not alone. We are with you. And that was the first time that I heard from my spirit guides. I have nurtured that over the last 20 years. And over time, my spirit guides, I would check in, Hey, what am I doing right here? What path do I need to take? How do I, how do I make this decision? Because this is really overwhelming. And eventually I gained enough confidence, enough strength. I was able to change those stories that I was telling myself that I wasn't good enough, that I was less than, that I wasn't worthy of someone's love or appreciation and whatnot. And I started changing those stories that I told myself and began to say, "Uh, uh-uh, those aren't my voice. Those are voices that have talked to me and told me that's the way it is, but that's not true. I've chosen to believe them, but that's not true. So when I looked at myself and said, but what do I personally believe and how do I personally feel and what do I want to do with my life? I started owning my stuff, my shit, and I started recognizing that I could feed into it and I could make things better simply by the choices that I was making. It was radical self-ownership. It said that I needed to recognize I was feeding into my marriage's success or demise. I was feeding into my children's dysfunctional actions. I was feeding into my own reactions to life. And the only way that I could change that was to go within and say, what's real? What's authentic? Who am I at my core? And what do I want to be? So through learning that and taking that path and being a sponge for all of the information that I could in the world, I finally came to this point where now I help other people recognize where, what's the why behind the what? This is my reaction and that's the what, but why do you have that reaction? Where does it come from and how can you create an even better life? Yeah. And, you know, your story sounds you know, familiar to even my own story, story that I've had conversations with other people. And that's what I love that we can come from such various backgrounds, various uh, upbringings, different times, you know, maybe 10 years here, 20 years, dearest, so, so far as generations. But what you said, we make choices to what we believe and what we follow. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're making the choice to follow what someone else has made a decision to follow with that yeah. for sure you when you were curled up on that fetal position which is a fetal position that um i have been in myself mm-hmm. i have talked to other people who have been and a lot of times it's in the bathroom floor i don't know what it is about a bathroom and the fetal position and and cold tile that just makes you kind of lose it of all the places that that seems and you heard that voice and, and that resonated with me because I also had a, a moment when it's like, you're more, there's more to this, this, this yeah. is not what you were created for that moment of utter just kaput is all I could say, um, yeah. you know, where you don't feel like it's, oh, like, you know, cities do their construction. It's this roadway and this roadway. No, this is like a hurricane and just blew my life out. <laughs> and, um, and there, there's more to this is not what you were created for. You said you became a sponge listening and learning mm-hmm. um, about things. What, how did you even know what to be a sponge for? 
in listening to that voice, first off, I have to tell you, it was terrifying. The first time that I heard that and it said, it's okay, we're here. I thought I was going crazy because I had heard that it was one guiding spirit, one energy that was there comforting us. So to hear we are there was kind of scary for me. And yet that also tuned me into that there was, there was that something more. And so I wanted to say yes and okay. There's something more. I'm in this for a reason. Yes. And what do I need to learn? Yes. And bring me what I need to learn. And when you are open, when you choose to say, I'm ready to learn the next thing, I'm ready to take the next step. Please guide me. Please show me Mm -hmm. things come into your life and shifts just naturally begin to happen because you are honestly and authentically choosing into a new state of being. For me, it took another nine years before I got out of that marriage. It took nine years of listening to what's my next step? What do I need to learn here? What do I need to shift here? What do I need to respect and honor here? Because I wasn't the only one having that experience. My husband was having a similar experience on his own way. You know, it's it's two different mm-hmm. perspectives in the same thing. So it was a yes and moments for me. And it has continued to be a yes and moment since then. Yes, I get it. This is really hard. And I just want to cry. So I'm going to cry. And once I'm done crying, yes. And what am I learning from this? What am I cleansing? What can I move forward with this? How can I heal and let go? And how can I embrace something new? It was always this introspective. What should I learn from this? Not everyone else, because no one else is having your experience. For me, it's always a yes. And what would you like to teach me next? What do I get to learn from you and this experience with this podcast talking together? And what little tidbits are going to make me go, oh yeah, thank you for saying that. I'm so taking that home so that I can simmer on it for a little bit and find out what additional knowledge I can learn. Mm -hmm. And I, I like how you put it in and yes, what can I still learn? Because it, it is when, when we reframe that perspective, even really rough situations can have a different view if there's something to learn. I did hear one time, Crystal, that, that the way it was framed is someday someone is going to need from you something that you are going to gain through this experience and you will then have it to give. And in that moment, when I thought, I will be able to offer something. And and professionally, I can see it. Uh, When I see a brand new, I'm a physical therapist, a brand new physical therapist, and they have this shock when they read some or fear. and, And I'm asked, can you look or what's your opinion? And there's just comfort in reviewing it. I realized that those were all situations I've been through. And like you're, you're giving that example you've been through similar things and you know how to draw on things to bring you strength and listening to yourself. That is something you now have the ability to offer so many other people. Yeah. There's value in that for yourself and other people and, and everyone that's watching you go through it. Right. 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 People watch us through. And it's funny because people will watch us and some are going to learn from it and say, Oh, I wouldn't do that. And other people are going to look at it and go, Oh my gosh, I've been there. I am so glad that I'm not alone. And I see that experience. And there's this buoying up of each other in whatever experience that we're having, because we're all going through something. We're all 
broken, for lack of a better phrase. We've all got these challenges and these issues in our past that we have to decide whether or not we want to continue carrying them forward with us. So there are all these challenges just hanging out. That is why we react to things in this way or that way. And if we give ourselves a little compassion and say, yeah, I went through a bunch of crap and yet I'm still a pretty cool person, healing is offered there and we can offer it to other people as we offer it to ourselves. It's just, it, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now you also talk about burnout and, you know, in a, in a world period, there's burnout, there's um, burnout with information, burnout with things to do. Um, and burnout from almost giving constantly, because there is that question like, well, I'm supposed to give it, but I'm just giving all the time. And I give to my kids and I give to my family and I give, but I'm just exhausted. And it's like that saying, you can't, you will burn out just being a light for somebody else. But that's, you cannot, you should not be, you know, um, a little barely wick there. What, what are your thoughts around that? Like, where, where did that become a topic for you? We are finite resources. I went through burnout. Like I said, I cannot teach it if I have not been through it. And I believed that I was supposed to lose myself in service to other people. And in so doing, I would forget my own burdens. That's not true. That is so not true because I'm constantly feeding somebody else and my burdens are still there and I still have to deal with them. Your phone will not work if you don't charge it. You personally cannot work if you do not charge yourself. You are a finite resource. There is only so much of you to go around. And if you do not stop and say, I am worth this five minutes of breathing. I am worth this gift of a moment to recuperate, regenerate. If you do not stop and take ownership of your own well-being, nobody else is going to do it for you. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is going to be more than willing to help you continue burning yourself out. It's you who has to stop and own the experience. You're the only one that can stop the burnout. And the beautiful thing about it is that I tell a lot of my clients, I want you to go home. And for the next week, I want you to write down every moment that you enjoyed, every moment that brought you peace, every moment that lifted your spirits. I want you to make note of those. And then I want you to look at those. And the next time it comes up, instead of letting it just pass by, I want you to put a little intention behind that and say, this meal is my gift to myself and I'm going to sit and eat it and enjoy it instead of eating it on the run. Because now you've, it's, I say that self-care is a conscious and intentional act towards meeting one of your needs. And if you are flirting with burnout, if you are constantly giving to everybody else, what need do you need to meet? What mm -hmm. are you lacking in, in that moment? And how can you give it to yourself? Consciously recognize that you have it intentionally give it to yourself, which means that you just plugged yourself in like you plug your phone in. You now have more energy and more ability to go take care of the kids, mm -hmm. to go support that person that needs you to go to the work meeting, whatever it is that you have to do. But you took that moment conscious and intentionally to feed your own need in that moment. Yeah. And I, I like how you talked about 
just eating a meal because I, I was listening to a person and they're like, we're doing a lot more keyboard and dashboard meals. And I, I will admit, I was like, what keyboard and meals? Is that a new term that I just don't know? You know, and I was like, I'm going to ask my son, but it's really in front of a computer and Mm -hmm. it's eating while you're in the car, which I am so guilty of driving to work with the food just there because I did not stop to just enjoy that. And it changes the way we eat that we don't even realize we're not even listening to our stomach. We're not Mm -hmm. listening to ourselves with all of that because we're not even eating to enjoy what it was really designed for where we're communing or having a communion with other people or communion with ourselves. And I don't mean communion in a religious tone, but just to be with yourself in that area. And we're just rushing through it to something that we're not clear we're rushing for or toward with that. Yeah. I absolutely agree. And sometimes skip meal in the name of being a little bit more productive. And then we get hangry or uh-huh. we get more tired. And then we're struggling as the afternoon goes on. And it's all because you didn't take that one moment for self-care, one moment to fuel your body, to plug yourself in and acknowledge that you're worth this moment. And I also read that being... um you know, taking care of yourself is often thought of as selfish, but it's one of the most selfless things that you can do to take care of yourself because then you will have the shoulders. We talk about it in our vocabulary. You'll have the shoulders for someone to lean on. You'll have that strength in your own spine with that. And you've taken all of this and share in what methods that you have the ability to serve other people that are needing what you have to offer. It's huge passion of mine to help people move back into themselves and be more compassionate for themselves. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that if we are kinder to ourselves, we are kinder to the people around us. We are a mirror. Every relationship that we have is a mirror into who we are and how we want to be. So if you have a rough relationship, look at it and see where you yourself are lacking. And if things Mm -hmm. are smoother, it's probably because you're taking care of you. Let's destigmatize taking a break. Let's mm-hmm. recognize that self-care and putting yourself first is actually one of the strongest things that you can do. And I don't care what gender sex you are. Every human being needs it. Every human being needs a break. Every human being needs that gift. Every human being needs to acknowledge their own moment value and humanness. Yes. So I, I love helping people do that. I love helping people change that mindset and recognize that life is so much better when we just take that pause, take yes. that moment, take that break. It's okay. And pause or a pause is so important. Um, and that pause, you have more time for the pause and then three minutes and then the five minutes and then the hour to do things that really set your heart on fire. And, and on your website, or you have a website, crystaljukowski.com, share what people can find on there and how they can learn more about you. 
Uh, we have a lot of blogs. I, I, I'm huge on journaling and yet I call it musing, not journaling. So you'll be able to find all of my musings and my inspirations. You'll be able to find blogs on burnout and journaling and communication with your partner. You'll also be able to look at a couple of my different courses that are taught in person or my online course intro to you. There are so many offerings. I even have I have a YouTube channel that you can go to if you wanted to dive into some of the free meditations. I have a um, podcast called Breathe In, Breathe Out that's got guided meditations as well as just intuitive thoughts that I've come across and want to go off on a little bit. There are so many ways and free ways for you to connect with me and also for you to start your own journey of self-introspection and getting a little higher on that rung of you're worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited. I, I read on your site um, that you said in July, a little <laughs> over a year ago with a lot of encouragement, I dipped my toes into podcasting and <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so neat um, because, well, I have a podcast myself, but it, it took a lot of effort and excitement, but once you're in it, it's, it's, you also said it's one of the favorite parts of your, your business. <laughs> it is just such a rewarding yeah. part. Um, and so you also do speaking, is that correct? I do. I do. I present to people on different subjects and whatnot. Cause I, I have a few courses, like there's an illuminating connection course where you can really celebrate your partnership and what you're doing right. It's not your mother's couples course. And so I talk a lot about that kind of thing. And I talk about your sacred pulse, which is understanding your own personal rhythms and your governing rhythms that really kind of feed into your life and how, how understanding what that is and where it's at can mean that you are no longer surprised by a bad day and you really get to plan for the positive extra burst of energy so that you can even things out. So um, yeah, I do speaking and teaching and podcasting and writing. I just love to express myself and tell stories. That's what it is. So thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. And I wonder what your favorite part was. I encourage you to send me an email at Bettina at intherising.com or just leave a message on my website, www.intherising.com. I really enjoyed this conversation. Self-care is such an important topic, and I enjoy talking about it. And I enjoy being in a place where I can relate to the person who shares their own experiences with it. And what I really came away with is that not only do I need to charge my cell phone, I need to charge myself and whatever helps me charge that is acceptable. It does not have to be something someone else agrees with, but to make sure you're recharging your own battery and every once in a while doing an update. So if you felt this podcast was interesting or you know someone who would really benefit from this episode, I ask you a favor and to share it. The more hands and ears that we can put this podcast in, the better the overall world will be. I also encourage you to leave a heartfelt review of this podcast on Spotify, Apple, um, also iHeartRadio, Pandora, whatever method that you're listening to, just because it does help bring up this podcast higher and again, put it in the hands and ears of those that will make a huge difference for. Again, thank you. 
Thank you because time is that resource we don't get back. And I'm so happy that you spent time here today. Until next time, let's keep building one another up.